Hello and welcome to this week's episode of my Best Friends in Engineering podcast. I'm Libby. I'm Lexi. And let's get right into it. What are we going to talk about today, Lexi? So today we have part two of our Q&A. So we have the rest of the questions that you guys submitted a few weeks ago um, because we talked way too much in the part one. So it ended up <laughs> we were overflowing. A blast. <laughs> we were having a blast. We were, that, was like, that was like the chaotic episode that I remember being like, I think we're going to have to edit a lot of that I out. was sitting in the closet. I have decided not to sit in the closet anymore. I, I think, hopefully yeah, the audio is fine. We're still working on yeah. the audio. Yeah, let us know though. But... Hopefully it's better. I feel like in the beginning episodes, because it was in person, I feel like I, we were like sitting kind of far away from the mics. And now that we're using all this new like podcast recording softwares, yeah. it's better. I don't know. Cause I feel like I'm closer to the mic. So we're getting, I know I'm like, can you hear me today? Like so <laughs> They're like, oh my God, the put the volume down. <laughs> like mic down, mic down. And this episode is super exciting because it's episode 10. Woo! Double digits. Literally, I can't believe it's episode 10 already. I feel like we've been doing this for not not really that long, but it feels like we've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's exciting, though. So, yeah, we've talked to a lot of cool people interview-wise, so it's fun to have another, like, just us episode to chit-chat. Yeah. So. I know we haven't done a just us since this other Q&A episode, I feel like. Yeah. Which so. I don't even know when it was a few weeks ago, but yeah, we've got a lot of advice up our sleeves. So if you guys don't hear something <laughs> that you want us to talk about yet, don't worry. There's no end in sight for this podcast. <laughs> we have so many topics and episodes that we still want to get through. So yes. Um. But so how was your week? Yeah, I was Ooh, just gonna ask. Okay, sorry. We <laughs> <laughs> gotta get better at the cues. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, don't get into the episode yet. We talk about the week. <laughs> Okay, you go first. How's your week? <laughs> yes. Okay, let's see. Let me think. Now that I have a breather. I like that we film these on Fridays, too. It's just kind of nice to recap. Like a good like, recap, yeah. Yeah, end of the week. So this week was good. I got some samples back, so I was on-site testing. Um, so for us, on-site, the QA inspectors kind of do the testing, which I know we talked about this a, a little bit in our Q&A part one of how to interact with, like, kind of the shift workers and, like, people... Mm-hmm who kind of help out with our projects. Um, so they were conducting the actual testing. I was just there to make sure if they needed anything, you know, they had the support they needed. Um, so we got all the testing done. Um, so yeah, I was on site quite a bit, but today I was remote. So it was kind of, that was nice catching up on other projects. Um, but yeah, we'll have to yeah, rerun that's nice that one. It was a Friday. Well, yeah. You, you know, like that worked out really home. well. I was like trying to plan out the, uh, testing i was like okay well we got him back monday we'll do it (laughs) these days and then we're good but i was like we have a buffer at least if we needed it but we do have one more lot to run unfortunately because of a failure so we have to redo those parameters Mm -hmm. but it's okay are you like part of the job are you nearing the end of your project like are you in the middle or well this was supposed well this Mm -hmm. was supposed to be the end of it so we were Mm -hmm. supposed to be done no more products run or like lots run, but we had that one failure, mm. which I think I mentioned briefly. Um, so because we had that failure, and it was on the non-sterile product too. So this was a sterile validation, but we added the non-sterile products just to get more data on it because we do sell non-sterile product of this you know device. 
Um, and so, unfortunately, the non-sterile failed. So Sad. it was very disappointing. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, really? It was like the safest one. I was like not yeah. going through like the double. So for validations, you kind of want to do the worst case. So in this case, we did two rounds of sterilization, even though they usually go through one round. Um, so, yeah, that one failed. And I was like, girlfriend. So we'll have to rerun that one. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Get your so we'll together. Re- <laughs> so we'll rerun that one. Um, so that kind of prolonged it by actually a month because of the way oh. that we're doing. Like, mm-hmm. So we're doing the two round of sterilization, which that takes three weeks in itself. So that just mm-hmm. added a month. And then we're kind of waiting on the plate to be changed on the machine. So that kind of pushes it back two weeks. So... So yeah, that was, we did not plan for that. I bet my project manager is like freaking out, <laughs> but um, it's okay. It's not bad. We're dealing with it, but yeah. So good. yeah. How about, how about you? How was your week? It was good. I'm feeling a little exhausted today, but good. We are in, um, we're in week two of our outage and we, I think I mentioned maybe last week, but we, um, and this will actually air in two weeks, so who knows what yeah. state I'll be in when this airs. I know, right? But, but um, we had, like, over 100 parts that somehow, like, slipped through the cracks, and we had to quickly, like, order. Usually with these outages, we try to have, like, our customers order all the parts, like, months, like, a year in advance, so that when it comes time to, like, take everything apart, we, like, have everything we need to put it all back together. So anyway, yeah, so we got all the parts quoted and it, it's been fine. Like we're going to be able to get them in time, but I have just been staring at spreadsheets of parts for like literally 11 hours a day with my face, like two inches from a computer screen. Oh, gosh. And every Thursday we have, um, we've got a weekly update with my boss and we have like a spreadsheet of all our, our projects and we go through and when I got on the call, he was like, how's it going? Like, I could tell he was, like, kind of feeling run down, like, outage season is starting, so he's probably putting out a lot of fires, and I was, like, I always try to make jokes on these calls, but, like, I don't think anybody ever gets my jokes, but anyway, I was, like, oh, good, I gotta stop staring at a computer screen and my eyeballs are gonna fall off, and he, like, was just silent, and he was, like, yeah, same, and I was he's like, like you're not it's like you're not a special girlfriend it's like know, my eyes like, are hurting too I was like oh I'm sorry um but no it's good like so far so good I did decide I think I said on last week's episode that I have a um work trip to Florida and I wasn't sure if I was gonna stay or not I I did it I scheduled the perfect flight out. I scheduled my Airbnb, so I'm going to be in Florida for one day, all alone, and it's the first time I'll be doing an alone trip, but... That's exciting. Yeah, Let us know. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to hear about it. So did you already, like, ask your boss about it? How did that conversation go? Yes. Oh, my God. I know I was so nervous about that, um, but I just, like, nonchalantly slid it in one morning when I was talking to him on the phone. I was like, oh, um, while I've got you on the phone, I just want to ask you a quick question, obviously it's like no big deal but I was like so freaked out I was like I don't know if you've ever done this before but what what do I do if I like if I go somewhere on a work trip but I want and it's like at the end of the week and I want to stay the weekend like on on my own personal time and he was like oh yeah duh that's no big deal and I was like oh cool I just wasn't sure like how how things go and 
So we, we were able to work it out, and he was like, yeah, just if you're going to be there for per- your personal days, like, it's the weekend, you're not working, obviously, so just make sure that whatever you purchase, you use on your personal card. And I was like, okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> Perfect. So obviously your company pays for the flight back on, like, mm-hmm. that Friday or whenever you get back. So in that case, mm-hmm. did they cover your flight back on Sunday, or did you have to, like, show proof of, like, the flight price on Friday versus Sunday, then like pay the difference. No, it was super easy. And I don't know how other companies do it, but he, my boss was like, you're going to have to get home anyway. Like, because either, even if I wasn't staying for personal reasons, like I would have a flight home. So he's like, just change the day. And they okay. didn't ask like about pricing. Wait, so that's so, so nice. nice. Oh right? my gosh, that's awesome. Okay, so perfect. The only the only thing that I think is gonna be a little bit tricky is I have to change my um, like the the card that has the rental car. So oh. they, I called the travel company and they were like, it's super easy. Just tell Hertz when you are checking out or checking in that you're gonna bring the car back and check it out and then recheck it in on a new card. And I was like, okay, that's super easy. So perfect. Perfect. You'll be so yeah. tan when, get, when you, you get back. You gotta take, I know. You gotta take advantage of that day. Right. I literally, I have no plans but to sit outside. And um, it's so fun because the uh, customer that we're going to visit, um, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but she is like around our age. So I was talking to her on the phone today about something else. And she was like, are you excited to come down to Florida? And I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> I'm like, You're like I'm better so- than Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm like, getting bitch, nothing. hug it. <laughs> Nothing against Wisconsin, but I would love to be in Florida. (laughs) Right? Um, I was like, yeah, girl. Like, no, I did not say yeah, girl. Just kidding. She's a customer. But (laughs) I was like, (laughs) yes, I'm so excited to be in the warm weather, going to take advantage of it. It's very cold here in Wisconsin. And so, yeah. Perfect. Maybe you guys I'll have to give an update. (laughs) Yeah. I know when we, when I was at the consulting firm, we would like go out to happy hours with the client and stuff mm-hmm. and it would be like a business thing but they were also like our age so maybe she'll hang out with you yeah, we, have, we have like a dinner planned and so that'll be exciting I'm super sad though because at that company um they hit like historically the person that's in that position it's kind of like it seems like it's almost like a rotational thing so I don't think she's gonna be at this position I, I don't know who knows like I could be completely wrong and she could be here forever <laughs> but like Based on what I've seen in the past two years working at this company with this customer, they kind of like rotate that position a lot. So I don't know if I'll be able to work with her for much longer, but I hope I do because... Yeah. She's going to be listening to this and be like, girl, she, does she want me out of my job? <laughs> she found me like, on TikTok no. one time and she messaged me and she was... If, if you're listening to this, no. I don't know if she listens, but she found me on TikTok and she messaged me and she's like, oh my gosh, do you work for such and such company? Like, I think... I work with you. And I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> how did how did you feel about that? Did you feel like awkward? Or do you, I, I know felt, that you talked about a coworker. A <laughs> yeah. yeah, I felt a little bit awkward, but she's super cool. And she never brought it up again. So I don't know Good. if she still follows yeah. me. If she does, what up, girl? But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And then also you're about to hit 100,000. On TikTok yes. soon, and you have something set, the pearl earrings. I was going to wear, like, little pearl dangly earrings, because I thought yeah. about that today, and I was like, no, I'll just leave what I have. <laughs> I was like, I'm well, not going to do the earrings. Well, I don't know why. But that's exciting. 
yeah, I think I'm gonna do it. I don't know, this is gonna be so lame of me, but I don't, I think I just like forgot that real, also this is probably gonna sound really blonde moment of me, but I didn't really realize that like real jewelry was a thing. Like I did, you know, but like, I don't know, I've just been so used to like getting my earrings at Claire's mm-hmm. and like doing all this stuff. And I was telling my mom that my ears were getting infected. And she was like, why don't you just go to a jewelry store and buy real pearls? And I was like, the light bulb went off. And I was like, <laughs> ding. I was like, that's yeah. such a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's nice to have like those little milestones that you set and then you can like work towards that. But um, yeah, I wanted to talk about how in undergrad you always wore pearls to our listeners. Yeah. It was just like her little staple. So that is so funny. And Brett's probably like saving that for like a Christmas gift. And he saw your TikToks like, ah. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, you could have say, he was like, you could have saved that for like your birthday or something. I was like, mm, I'm an independent woman, okay? Yeah. I'm gonna go out and buy myself that jewelry. I'm gonna wait no man. <laughs> He's like, now I have to go back and brainstorm. <laughs> yeah, right. Ideas. So but that'll amazing. be exciting. We'll see. Perfect. Hopefully soon. <laughs> amazing. Yes. Um. Should we, before we get into this episode, do we want to transition and talk about our reviews or read off our reviews for the week? Yes, I would love to. Would you like to go first? (laughs) Yes. Okay, so if you guys are new, head over to the link in our bio, fill out our survey, and you will get the chance to be featured on one of our episodes. We read off reviews every episode in the beginning, so... Stay tuned. If you leave a review, maybe you'll be featured. All right. So this person said, I'm excited to hear what y'all have to say. I literally... Oh, wait. Hold on. (laughs) That's not what they said. Okay. This person said, I'm just excited to hear what y'all have to say. This literally doesn't exist anywhere. So I love it. Um, Thank you, girl. We love it too. And that's what we thought too. (laughs) When we were starting to think about doing a podcast, we were like, okay, yeah, there are like STEM podcasts out there, like engineering podcasts, sciencey podcasts, but like sometimes you just want to sit down with your girls, have a coffee, and chit chat, and that's what we're all about. So exactly, I feel like they're very good, very professional podcasts I've listened to. But mm-hmm. and I and I think we definitely do touch on the professional side of it. But I feel like a lot of it is more just like not talking about too much of the professional development aspect just like the other real life kind of other things other things Hanging that go into being an, yeah other <laughs> things that go into being an engineer so mm-hmm. amazing well i will read what this person said um so she said why am i <laughs> I'm like repeating this person said and I'll read what this person said and she said this and this is what she's typed out okay <laughs> Sorry. this person used a computer and they left a review via keyboard and they typed it out <laughs> alright love that you both found your women in STEM squads in college and are starting this podcast to share and spread that community to other women who might be feeling alone I worked for some time as the first and only female engineer at a factory in a rural area, and I wish I had something like this to keep me going and motivated. So excited to keep listening. Awesome. Well, I am excited for you to keep listening, too. But yeah, I think... (laughs) 
I think, like I said, and like I've touched on before, you know, we met through Theta Ta. Theta Ta was probably one of the main reasons I was able to keep going through Definitely. all the hardships. Not hardship. Oh, that sounds so dramatic. But Just all the hard hardships. parts. Yeah. <laughs> the little, the hard parts and frustrating parts of becoming an engineer. So, mm-hmm. thanks, Theta Ta. That's how... I'm, I'm glad. I, you know, I hope we can be some women out there, they're girly girls that they just sit and listen to because I cannot imagine, like, not having Theta Tar, like, not having you, Lexi. Yeah, I'd be so sad. What I'd would I like... do without you? <laughs> Too I'm emotional for me. Too emotional for me. <laughs> cut, it. Cut, cut it out. <laughs> I don't know how I would have done it without my gals and engineering. Like... <laughs> I just don't know how people do it. They'll, they'll let us know. We'll they'll <laughs> no, but we, they don't have, they don't have to even ever worry about it because they now they got us. They got us. true, true. We'll never know. No one Tweedle will ever know. They got Tweedledee and Tweedledum and engineering over here. <laughs> Wait, why, why wasn't that our name? Tweedledee. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> Probably some like oh sophisticated podcasts out there. People are listening and be like, "Who are these girls and why are they spreading Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Oh my god, that's I'm our new crying. That's our tagline. <laughs> that's how I felt most of the time. I don't know if I was Tweedledee or Tweedledum, but uh, the name varied on each the day. The podcast that Tweedledee and Tweedledum needed when they were younger. <laughs> Ding dong, bing bong. <laughs> oh my god! I'm, oh man, I'm so sorry for. Are we, if we cut, if we don't cut this out, honestly, it, they're, I don't know. they're laughing with us. I bet they're laughing. I hope with so. Us. If not, just fast forward. That was like about a minute thirty seconds. So you can fast forward. <laughs> okay. And on today's episode. Um, okay, so then the last part I think we should just touch on is the Facebook group that we just started. Oh my god, duh. How could you forget? We have a link How tree we now. <laughs> we have a link tree now in our Instagram bio, so go check it out and request to be a part of the group. Um, so we just wanted to make the group, again, to be another outlet and another way that we can all come together as women in STEM and kind of just chit chat and just hang out and, you know, inv- if you need advice, just post a little question. I don't know. So what did you say? I, I think I, you said last week it's like the it's like our little Reddit page. I like when you said oh, that. Oh yes, our little yeah, our little corner of the internet, like kind of like Reddit, I guess, where you can just yeah. I feel like again, it's way easier to comment and like start conversations when you're not in like the Instagram comments. Yeah. So I feel like I don't know. So go check that out in our Instagram bio. Yeah, and we have just been doing like if you guys haven't checked out the Facebook group yet. We just kind of been doing like weekly questions, getting to know each other. Hopefully it'll be a good place for connections. Um, But we definitely want to do more with it. Like hopefully resume tips or like some sort of a resume review. I don't know if we can like start a forum like that, but yeah, just like professional, fun, connecting. Maybe you can find a job. Maybe you can find a roommate, all the above, but girls in STEM. Definitely. For a second, I was like, "Are we even recording?" <laughs> what if, what if we made it this far and we hadn't pressed record? Oh my god, I'm so sorry to whoever's listening. This is chaotic. Okay, I think I'm gonna just close the laptop and be like, "Let's try again tomorrow." 
Okay, let's get into the questions. These people are probably like, I'm waiting for the Q and A. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's we should we're gonna put in the comments. It starts at 20 minutes. Yeah, we'll we'll say that when it starts. Perfect. Okay, yeah. okay, let, that's our. Let's out. start off strong. Yeah. Let's start off strong. Um, did we talk about this on the last one? Working with bro culture. So we kind of talked about how to address the comments from mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I guess. From the bros. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. (laughs) From the Um, bros. Yeah, so I think maybe we we can talk about how if you don't have these comments and we're not, like, you know, addressing any specific situation, just in general, how it's, like, um, working in bro culture. Um, So I guess, okay, I can go, I guess. Yeah. I would say my tip is just not to think of it as bro culture. I think we, everyone comes into it thinking that and I feel like that kind of fuels the fire Mm -hmm. um I think again it's something I touched on before you should just expect the same type of respect the expect the same treatment and then once it gets to a point where you don't receive that then that's an issue and then you can kind of Mm -hmm. focus on dealing with that again I have not fortunately come into any situations where I felt too in you know engulfed in that type of culture and I, I liked you had a good comment I don't know if you said it on podcast or you know on your tiktok or something where you have never come into these situations you know in person but online mm-hmm. you get them all the time so mm-hmm. I guess going back to that it's it's I think it's less common right now in person and you know in the office it's just I think the internet kind of fuels that stereotype of you know that how men are, you know, the bros act in yeah. in that industry. Is that's my take on it. And I think you have to like to a certain degree you have to just accept the reality that you are choosing to go into engineering. You know, like I mean, I would love for one day engineering to be like not enough for some woman, <laughs> you know, but like <laughs> like the reality right now is that what is it? I think the statistic is like 22% is women or something like that. It's I think so. Very low. Um, and obviously, you know, we are all about getting more women in STEM and just spreading um, awareness and kind of like shedding light on it. But to a certain degree, I did go into my job with the understanding that I would be one of the only women. Um, and I think kind of how you were saying, Lexi, you just have to not go into it with the expectation that you're going to be surrounded by the bros. Like, I mean, you are, but if you have the mindset that everything is always about the bros, then it will be. But if you think, like, if you think of yourself as being included, then like, like what you focus on is what you see. So if you focus on always being included with a group of men at your job or at your school, like you're going to be, they're not going to intentionally leave you out. That's just, that's what I think about it. Definitely. I completely agree. And I I can, Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I lost my train of thought. Well, I was going to say, I feel like sometimes there also can be like underlying bro culture that isn't as, um, like as seen or or something what am I trying to say but like for example all the guys on my one job I know they all love to fish 
And all they talk about all the time whenever we like get ready, for example, to go to one of these power plants in Florida is like deep sea fishing and getting out on the boat. And they also like to bring their golf clubs and they like to hit the greens. And you know what? I'm just going to go to Florida and put on a swimsuit and go tan. And maybe hey, check you're out big... some of the boutiques. <laughs> hey, you're a big golfer now, though. Big golfer girl. Gorgeous girls, girls love to golf. But, <laughs> like, I think sometimes that can be a little bit also difficult in the workforce is, like, trying to relate to people. Or, like, another big thing, we're from the Midwest. Everybody that I work with loves to hunt. And they love to talk about their guns. And I'm just like, uh, I got my nails done this week. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that I can contribute to this conversation. Yeah. Um, like, I think sometimes some of those scenarios or just, like, the social aspect of, like, working with men definitely can be, like, a lot more difficult. And you definitely can feel a little bit more isolated in that way if you're looking to connect with people, like, on hobbies or activities outside of work. Definitely. But again, I think it's the same thing. You should just kind of get ready for that. I don't know. I don't want to say that, you know, give it. I don't know. There's going to be it's that so disconnect. Touchy. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's such, a, it's, it's such a fine line. Definitely. Because like, you don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to give in and, and I'm just going to, you know, like, no, you want to, you know, we're women, embrace your femininity, however that means to you. But at some point, I feel like you know, working in engineering is just going to be different than working in, for example, the cosmetic industry. And I'm just pulling that out of my butt. I don't even know what the statistics of women working in the cosmetic industry are, but I'm just going to assume that because it's makeup, it's probably a little bit more women than men. That's, I don't know if I'm making a good analogy here, but you know what I'm trying to say? No, it's just definitely. Like, I think so. You're just going to expect different things with different careers. Definitely. Very good. Very good. All right. So next question. Best interview tips you have for college students who haven't really done interviews yet? This is a good question. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What... Should we answer this question maybe by just, like, sharing our, um, our experiences with, like, interviewing in college? Like for internships or co-ops or whatever? Yeah. So how did you get ready, Lexi, for your internship interviews? So, okay, so for my internship, and I guess it was the same thing for my jobs, just because I feel like those were like entry level, so I feel like Mm -hmm. kind of similar preparation. Yeah. Um, So I wrote out everything and I had like, you know, either if it was a phone interview, I would have it kind of... I mean, for both, I think, actually, even if it was like a Zoom, obviously not in person, that was different. But I don't think Mm -hmm. I really was in that situation because one, internships, a lot of them were, if they were in person, it was because of career fair. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of them were on the phone and like virtual. Um, So I would print out a list of questions, very common questions, and then I would just have examples for each one. Um, So it was just kind of like the main ones that I would just Google. Um, And then... I had a bunch of questions for the company itself. So Mm -hmm. one comment that I got actually for interviewing for my second role is the, he was a director level. So very intimidating, but it made me so happy after because he's like, you know what? I honestly have no, you know, I I always close out my 
my interviews with, do you have any additional questions that I can answer? Um, in general, I know that there's this one question that people like to ask, is there anything that makes you uncertain that I'm fit for the role, which I don't really Ooh. feel comfortable asking that. That so, is feisty. It's, yeah, but I, I know what their intention is, but I don't think I would feel comfortable asking that in an interview. Mm-hmm. So I ask, is there anything else I can a- you know answer? Is there anything else that came up that you know you questioned or anything and he mm-hmm. goes no honestly you came with multiple questions he's like i really enjoy like i really like that i haven't had someone that had as many questions prepared as you did and in my head i was like okay well i feel like that's the bare minimum like what you need to do for these interviews so i would really mm-hmm. push on that you know having these questions even honestly i have a list of 10 because if it comes yeah. up in the conversation i just want to be ready to have another one you know, in my back pocket, mm-hmm. because I feel like, again, when you're put on the spot with these questions, I think it's really easy to forget. Like, I totally yeah. blank, and then I get nervous, you know? So I think that is something that I would definitely push. So that's kind of my thought process. I ask, I Google all the potential questions, have an answer, have a few examples, and then I have a list of multiple questions for the company or position itself. Mm-hmm. But how about you? What Did you... process do you go... Oh, before I get into what I did, did you um, did you have them on a piece of paper in front of you or like on your laptop in front of you if it was a phone interview so that you can yeah, like no. reference your answers? Yep. I had everything printed next to me, just like notes, even jumbled. Like if I, maybe I didn't go into details, but it would be like project names. Like I'd be like, okay, mm. this, this X, Y, Z, just so I could remember it. Um, because you definitely don't want to be reading from a script because they can tell. So yeah. you want to practice a few times. Like, I, I don't even know if I had you interview me because I feel like I get so nervous. But I would just, like, talk to a wall. Like, I would just literally, like, it was way easier with these phone interviews because you could just be talking, you know. And or you could, like, Google podcast. something. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, even with the yeah. podcast, I feel like when you're talking and looking at someone, it's kind of harder. And then, you know, if you're on the phone, you're like, okay, let me look at the ceiling because I can remember, like, this yeah. better. So what I did, I literally just talked to the wall. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, if I get this question, this is how I would respond to it. And kind of just practicing the flow of how the question would go really helped, I think, just make it seem more natural. But yeah, mm-hmm. I would have everything printed or pulled up on my laptop. I didn't really like the laptop thing. I'm more of a pen and paper kind of gal. So I kind of had, a, yeah, so I had everything printed for every single interview that was mm-hmm. virtual, even, you know, my full-time roles that I was interviewing for, but big advocate of the pen and paper. Love that. Yeah. How about you? What was your process like? Well, okay. So I'm trying to think back like what I did to prepare when I was in college. But I feel like I also want to throw in a little bit of advice of things that I didn't do. But after like working, I would give advice to someone who is prepping for an interview. So I'll start off by doing the things that I did. Um, so similar to you, I, um, you know, researched questions. I think that's a really good thing that like, no matter what industry you're in, if you are preparing for an interview, just Google questions. I mean, you're not going to be able to predict exactly what the people are going to say, but you're going to get like more comfortable giving those type of answers. Um, another thing that I did was for, Um, every company that I interviewed with, I did a lot of research about them before the interview. Um, I think that is really key because if you go into an interview and you don't even know what the company does, I mean, if I were interviewing a person and they didn't even know what the company was that they were interviewing for, I would kind of be like, you're wasting my time, you know, like I'll find somebody else who's more interested. So I know that like when I was 
researching some companies like that I would see at career fair or whatever sometimes it was hard to figure out what these companies did like exactly yeah just based okay. on their website do you, yeah. have you had that experience Oh my god, all the time because they a lot of them use these buzzwords, keywords, so it's very hard. Yeah. So I have a follow up question off of that. If okay. you were interviewing for a role and you have the you know title of the position, you have the description, which is very generic, you know. Mm-hmm. Get, so say you are doing your research, you did everything, but it's just a very generic role in general. How would you go about prepping for that? Do you have any advice for people who are maybe in that situation that have done the research but they're still because there are positions like that. I feel like, again, we talked about this briefly with engineers. You have so many different departments you work with and so many mm-hmm. different aspects of your role that you can, um, you know, do on a daily basis. So how would you, how would you recommend? Well, I know that, that like, for example, the job that I have now, I originally applied for and interviewed for a parts engineer position. And I remember trying to prep for that interview and I... I knew what the company did, but I think I was still very confused by the position, kind of like what you said, because they use so many buzzwords and it's so generic, which I think they just like can't make it detailed because then you're like, the company's probably releasing proprietary information on like LinkedIn yeah. about like, which I never thought about that till now. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of Googled, Googled yeah. like, like parts engineer, like daily tasks of parts engineer and I didn't really find anything that was useful I think I went into the position thinking that I would be drawing out new parts all day long on CAD which the position they do do a little bit of that but there's so much more so and I but then again I also don't think it's like a bad thing to kind of have all these questions that you can ask in their interview and be like kind of admit a little bit to it and be like, well, you know, before I came into this, because I am really interested in this role, I did do a little bit of research, but I do have a couple follow-up questions if you don't mind asking them or answering them. You know, if it gets to the end of the interview and you have this list of questions, I think that could potentially show your future employer that you are interested in the role. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, So I would say in that situation, I'd never thought about this until you were talking about like how hard it is to kind of pinpoint exactly what a company or yeah, company does. Mm -hmm. Um, I think what my main piece of advice would be these engineering interviews, they ask these questions to understand your thought process and Mm -hmm. to ensure that you're able to critically think in these situations and to understand how you think. So that's kind of why I was focusing on how the question flowed instead of more, you know understanding like the script and like memorizing that script so i think maybe if you can work on explaining your thought process which kind of goes into your situation where you interviewed for one but clearly you answered well enough for them to be confident that you were able to take that other role that you didn't really you know interview for or you know look into Mm -hmm. i would say that would be my suggestion um to kind of focus on that aspect maybe instead if you're in that situation where you don't exactly know what you're interviewing for, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully and- you're not though. Hopefully they're less stressful interviews, but <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and I think that something that I like to remind people all the time that I don't think I necessarily realized in college, but I realize now is that people just want to work with good people. You know, like nobody wants to hire an a hole to work for them. <laughs> nobody wants to hire a know it all. Like. 
I think that just be confident in who you are. You know, I think it's okay to show off your personality to ex- an extent. Like, obviously still keep it professional. But like you said, uh, I think that companies just want to see how you would tackle a problem. And like, if you would be open to not like morphing to their policies, but yeah, like maybe how coachable or like how quickly you would learn in a new situation, things like that. Yeah. And one thing going off of that is the transparency where you admit, you know, I'm not too familiar with this or know too Mm -hmm. much about that. I think that's very important. And again, it's just how you present it. You know, I'm not too familiar with this, but I'm very excited and willing to learn and, you know, looking forward to that in a role. Um, I remember actually, so this was actually in my second role that I'm currently in and I got a question and I just straight up told the person, I said, you know what, I'm not too familiar with this. Let me discuss with my team. And this was just a team's call. And he goes, honestly, I really appreciate that. Like, thank you so much for letting me know and just being straightforward that you didn't know. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, do people like, I don't know, I'd feel so worried lying about, or not lying, but lying about how much knowledge I have on that subject. Because I'm like, you know, yeah. with engineering, you're dealing with things that can, minor, minor, in, you know, things can cause very big issues, you yes. know, in projects. Yeah. So I think, I don't know, I'm like surprised that people are so willing to be like, oh yeah, that's fine. Like, you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I was just kind of, I, I appreciated his response, you know. I felt dumb not knowing, but I'm like, I'm, I can't answer that right now. I'm like, let me, let me do my research, talk to my team, mm-hmm. but phone a yes. friend. <laughs> yeah, phone a friend. Phone so many friends this week. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, and I would. So I wanted to push on that. The transparency is key, mm-hmm. and just focus on how you, you know, present that and just communicate yeah. that. And going off of that, I uh, another thing that I. This is so weird, but when I did my co-op, my boss, he was he was the best boss I could have asked for for my first boss, and he often would give me a lot of advice, and he said that, you know, he doesn't like when people say, yeah, or, oh, I don't know. He was like, if you know something, say yes, and if you don't know something, say no. Like, don't be wishy-washy, because nobody has time for that. Like, exactly. nobody yep. has time in their busy day for you to kind of just putz around and beat around the bush to try to maybe give an answer like if you don't know something say um actually no i don't know that can you please explain or is there a time when you could um set or can i set time time aside on your calendar to talk to you about this or whatever and on the flip side if you know something say yes it you know like if someone's like oh will this part be finished on time for example say yes (laughs) Don't be like, oh yeah, yeah, it will be. <laughs> Let me check my calendar. <laughs> like, totally, I think it will be. <laughs> you just say yes. <laughs> I like that. I like that advice. Nice and concise. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, so honestly, moral of the story, communication is key. Yeah, I don't really know if we answered this person's question, but... um. Advice? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, what else? What other advice? We gave some insight. <laughs> okay, so I think maybe some other, um, you know, follow-up advice to this question would be thinking of potential follow-up questions that the interview could have to your specific answer. So, mm-hmm. for example, you said, you know, I worked on this project. They're going to just ask you further detailed questions about that. Maybe that might not be the most 
common questions that you find on Google, but just think of possibilities. I'm trying to think of more specific, you know, questions. Maybe like if you talked about a specific issue that you had, mm-hmm. an, you know, a project, he'll say, oh, why didn't you do this instead of this? Maybe um, just so I would say consider those follow up for sure. And then um, try to bring the answer full circle. You know, I was in mm-hmm. the situation. Um, this is how I addressed it. And this was the benefit of how I went of that path forward, I guess. So, yeah, I'm and again, I'm trying to think to be answer that question. But well, uh, it's... Uh, I, I just thought of something that um, you were talking about. I don't know. It, it just sparked this memory in my head piece of advice. If you are doing an interview for an engineering position, even if you've never actually, you know, no, even if you've never had any prior experience and this is your first internship interview, if they ask you a question, try, try, try your hardest to remember to relate it back to a project you've done in school or um, something that you worked on in an engineering or technical related club try not to bring in something from your personal life and i say this because i for the job that i have now we had there was a like a more technical interview with my boss my current boss and my boss's boss and but before that i had like an hr interview and the hr lady asked me when has there been a time in your life where you've solved a conflict and you know what i did I thought about a time in my life when I had a conflict with my freshman year roommate in college and I told her all about how I was a great problem solver and I like solved this issue of who was going to vacuum our rug in our freshman year dorm room. You know what this lady says to me? What did she say? She was very nice and you know what? I'm very thankful that she was very nice and said this to me. After I gave my interview in here, I'm like, I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah, and and I came up with a plan, and I made a poster board of when we would vacuum the rug. And then the rug was clean for the rest of the year. <laughs> no crumbs I'm, I'm, found. I'm so excited. I'm like, and I solved the conflict. We did not fight it out for the rest of the year. And so she just looks at me calmly, and she goes, okay, great. Yeah, um... Is there anything that you can answer this question on that relates to your prior work experience? My face turned red as a tomato and I was like, I literally wish in that moment that I could real life head slap my head. (laughs) That I did not think to answer this question relating it to something. How dumb can I be? Oh my god, why why did I talk about a freshman year roommate story? Whatever. I think I just was so nervous and like so caught off guard. And it, again, it was one of the questions that she asked me that I didn't like. Not one of the random questions that I had googled and practiced before. Yeah. So I think I was just like so caught off guard. Anyway, bless her heart. She was so nice, and I did have like an answer where right away I was like, and and also if this does happen to you and if you do mess up, just try to calmly be like oh, yeah, I can provide another experience or something. Yeah. Like, don't be like, oh, my God, shoot, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, get all flustered. Yeah. But, yeah, (laughs) so embarrassing. So that, yeah, and again, going back to your point about bringing it back to all these projects and, like, your technical work in school, maybe, I think that's where it helps just having literally the names of, you know, all because in that situation, maybe you didn't have that prepared, but and you got you know again, it's you get nervous that happens, mm-hmm. and you just don't think about it. So I think that's very helpful, 
just to have those like next you know you see the name and you're like oh yes i can talk about mm-hmm. this but yeah. well that's good though that you got your job and she i mean now she knows that you can she needs she has like rug issues in, in her house <laughs> like no one in her house wants to do chores she's like i'm gonna call libby and she'll make I a board know. for us <laughs> Oh my god, but this lady, she was super nice. She actually doesn't work in our company anymore, but I remember every day she used, when she saw me in the office, she would be like, I just love your outfits, and it is just a breath of fresh air to have a young woman in this office, and like, she was so nice, but I wish I could call her up and be like, remember that one time you asked me in the interview, and I told you the story about the rug? <laughs> Thank you for still giving me the job, like, oh my god amazing i mean sometimes they do ask for a personal experience though but i feel like they Mm -hmm. they emphasize that in the question maybe i'm not sure yeah i feel like i haven't really gotten that too much i think it's more just technical questions but yeah amazing so So basically moral story if you don't have a good chore schedule in your house call libby she'll solve it i'll make you a poster board we can problem solve together (laughs) amazing so you guys <laughs> talked about earlier about a really bold question, like that could be something that you could ask in an interview. And I have another one that's kind of bold that I have never personally asked in an interview. I saw this on a TikTok, I think, of someone like giving interview advice. But the question is, what are some of the reasons that people leave the company? And I don't, I don't know if I would have, you know, the amount of balls to ask that question in an interview. But yeah. if you're feeling extra spicy and bold, you know. <laughs> That, that could be another question that throws the people off, which I don't know if you necessarily want to throw them off, but I think it just maybe, like, asserts yourself in the interview, like, establishes a level of confidence with your interview person of, like, oh, okay, they mean business. Like, they, they want to get down yeah. and dirty and, like, know, you know, the ins and outs of this position, yeah. you know? I think that would be a really good question for maybe someone that would be, like, a colleague on your team versus a manager setting. I yeah. feel like... Yeah, I think I could totally see myself asking that. I mean, I, depending on how the interview goes and, like, the, I don't know, how... Like, w- the, the feel? The yeah, exactly. Like, the vibe of the interview. I feel like I would be comfortable asking that, um, but probably not to, like, someone that would be my manager or, like... Yeah. You know, a higher it level, I guess. The, it yeah. depends on the setting, I think. And you're Definitely. right. Me, it, that might be a good question if you're talking... If you do have, like, your interviews split into two where there's just an HR portion, that could maybe be a good question to ask your HR person. Definitely. Because I feel like they do have to deal with that issue quite a bit, or those issues in general. But, oh, you know, one thing that I would love to talk about is how to... This could be another... We always use that cliche. This could be an episode on itself. Um, Just leaving a company, how you do that, like, maybe starting that... Um, yeah. whole process and like because I had to do an exit interview which went so well I loved I don't know if she's listening to this but um, we like literally exchanged Instagram she's like okay well you know do you have an Instagram like like oh, interview is ending because I, I don't know again that. yeah again I would love to talk about because I feel like people are so worried about leave, like burning bridges there's yeah. always a very good and professional way to leave a company no matter what state even if you, you know, hate it exactly so it, yeah yeah and so it was so funny. So I would love to talk about that, honestly, of just, like, how to approach that situation. But, yeah, no, basically moral of that, or point of that, you know, comment was HR does have to deal with those situations a lot. And they know, again, why people leave. Yeah. Um, I think, so, yeah. Um, I don't really, I, you know, this is so bad. I honestly don't really remember the questions that I asked in my interview for this position. But 
just like something that I personally am interested in now that I would definitely want to ask is like, um, are there any opportunities to have a mentor or a mentee? Um, I don't know if that's something that like to anyone listening that you would value, but like me, for example, I would love the chance to like be mentored by someone or like eventually pass on the skills. I, I don't know. Have you ever thought about asking that in an interview, Lexi? I love asking that question because um, I I had a really good experience with my mentor in my first role. So mm-hmm. I think that was really important for me to have that um, kind of support in my next role, which we don't have a set mentor system. So again, it's not like something that's like, I don't want to drop if I'm not going to have a mentor or like that yeah, situation. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which again, I think I talked about briefly how we have our women's resource group and they're starting like a mentor system, which I'm super excited for, Mm -hmm. but I love asking that question. And I think it's very important for entry level positions. So I think the role that I'm interviewing for in this, you know, for the second role, it was, it wasn't really an entry level role. It was kind of, you know, a few years in. So I think that's why the mentor system wasn't really established for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've had a great support system here and, you know, that's not throwing me off or anything. But I, mm-hmm. I love that question and I do encourage people to ask that, especially if they're in undergraduate. And even, you know, with internships too, you can get assigned a mentor, which I think is extremely important um, mm-hmm. when you're new to industry. But Yeah. And so then... That's a good I'm one. Not... Do you have any? Yeah, I have two more. So I like this question. What are some qualities you see in people who succeed in this role? Um, Ooh. Yeah. Cool. I like that one. Definitely. Because I feel like, again, depending on the interview, if they give you an example, you can say, oh, and this is a situation where I've exemplified that. But again, mm-hmm. I feel like that's also kind of weird. But again, in an interview, you have to sell yourself. So I think it's yeah. just how you, how the interview is going. And um, I think sometimes people forget, like, obviously everybody wants a job and everything and sometimes I feel like there can be this feeling of scarcity when you're applying to jobs because you just want to grasp at any opportunity and it's like oh I don't I don't know like it's it's hard enough to get an interview and but I think it's also important to remember that it's a two-way interview like they're interviewing you for the company but you want to work somewhere that you're going to enjoy and you're going to have like a good mental state in while working so I think that's a great question to ask to like I'd turn the tables, you know, and be like, what are some, you know, qualities that you see in, in this position? Because then that you can kind of get a feel of, okay, do these sound like qualities or, th- you know, things that I have that I could contribute to? Or maybe this is something that I wasn't really expecting and maybe a different job would be better for me. Definitely. Um, and then my last question is, what is the company turnover rate like? So I actually have never asked this question but in my first role uh, one of my colleagues she said that she asked this and I was like oh my god that's crazy and I was like talking to her and I should have told her I was like oh my god that's good for you because I wouldn't she's like yeah I wanted to know she's like you know I've read their views online I've seen that there is you know in in consulting there is a high turnover rate in general I think um but I was like you know what good for you so yeah I personally you know I'm not gonna say I've ever asked that definitely haven't but I did like that I did like that she was so confident in that and again you you know if this is something that's important to you you deserve to know before starting the role it's just gonna make everyone's lives a lot easier if that's gonna be a big you know issue or you know problem in the future that would make you not want to stay in that environment 
especially if you're going into a new job expecting it maybe you're expecting it to be your job for the rest of your life i don't know i don't know what your vibe is but if <laughs> you're going to go into a job thinking that it's going to be your job like what do they usually say hire to retire if yeah. that's what you are expecting and the turnover rate is very high you know maybe, maybe this isn't the good the right place for you to be working i don't know who knows yeah. Um, I had one more question that I thought would be good to ask during an interview, and this is, are there any opportunities for, um, me to further my education? Um, I don't remember, I I don't remember if I asked this in my interview, but, like, things like getting your MBA or getting a master's in engineering or, um, other certifications that we've talked about, like a PMP or an FE or any other certifications like... My company um, really likes to focus on uh, reducing waste and, like, lean management. So we have a, a, I think it's called, like, a Six Sigma program. So I, like, for example, I got my yellow belt through my company, and they have opportunities for you to do a project and get your green belt. So I think that's just, like, another question that you can that can kind of like jumpstart a conversation between you and your potential future employer that again, just like shows your interest in the company and like is another thing where they'd be like, oh wow, that, that's really smart that you asked that, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have another follow question which wasn't on our initial list. So I feel like we're already at, we've talked so long on like two questions, maybe we should just change the topic mm-hmm. to job interview <laughs> help, but um. Has there ever been a situation where you've completely been like, I regret saying that or I regret asking that or just in in an interview where you're just like, oh my God, I just feel Mm -hmm. so, I mean, I think you maybe touched on that earlier, but do you have anything anything else? I think that was, I think that situation was like as, as embarrassing as it was. It was another woman, first of all, which just made me automatically feel more comfortable for some reason. And it was HR. Um, when I interviewed for that parts engineering position, like the technical portion, five men walk into the room and then there's just little old me in a neon pink blazer on the other side of the table. And it was so freaking intimidating. I think there were two people that were like around college age with, which I think like made me feel a little bit more comfortable, but like they, I think they asked me a question like, about reading drawings because we are an international company so they wanted to know what my comfortability would be with looking at Japanese drawings and I think I said something like oh I don't know how to I don't know Japanese but I would be willing to learn or something because I was trying to be like oh I am so I'm willing to learn and then I remember it coming out of my mouth and my face just immediately went red because no, girl, you're not going to just learn <laughs> Japanese. Like, what? That's so, so I, and, and it was, but I think that one was a little bit less <laughs> bad because, like, they were good intentions there, but I think maybe it was a little bit of a blonde moment of me being like, I don't know Japanese, but I can learn. <laughs> They're like, dude, Duolingo <laughs> sponsors. I'm, I'm like, let me just pull up my Rosetta Stone and I can learn it on the spot. Oh my god, but, that's funny. That's funny. Um, like, I think all of the people, all of the guys sitting, all of the men, I guess I should say, sitting on the other end, we're probably all just like looking at each other, like this girl's not learning Japanese. What? Yeah. 
Like, I think they were expecting me to say, no, I don't. And that's it. Like, I don't, yeah. or, or yes, I do. Like, I don't think they were expecting me to be like, no, but I can learn. Yeah. Um, so I, I have a situation that comes to mind. So this was interviewing for a company. It was like, you know, chemical manufacturing, just all these different types of chemicals. And so I would be on the, on the factory, on the plant, you know, the plant was outside is something that they noted. So they noted that because I had pharma experience. So a lot of their clean room manufacturing is inside. So I don't exactly know. I'm trying to remember the company, but there was just like so many, so many different things I was applying for, but I don't know exactly what product that they were manufacturing. But so I come in, my nails are done, my hair is straightened. I have like a whole, mm-hmm. my, all my jewelry. I don't think I was wearing a pink blazer. I don't think I was that ballsy for the interview, but I had mm-hmm. heels on. And one thing that I did not, like I had a, uh, not a purse, but like a briefcase purse, kind of like a bigger, like a yeah. work purse, I guess. And one thing I noted was that no one else, like I had my makeup done, like no, there were two other girls, I believe, in the interview room and like in the waiting room like Mm -hmm. did not have heels on just nails not done like just looking very different which there's nothing wrong with that I'm not saying there is but it just made me uncomfortable because I just clearly was like you're like a little over the top yeah but you know I am like that's fine and I'm not gonna change that for you know any situation I'd you know so we were sitting in the little room and I guess it's the same thing where I was wearing like all this nice, like the jewelry. I don't know. Probably not colored jewelry or anything, but just like, I don't know. Now yeah. they're done. So I'm sitting in with these guys that are in jeans and like a polo. Cause it's a very, yeah. it's just not that setting. Basically the moral of what I was trying to say with like the heel stuff is that it was not the setting. We were in a factory yeah. setting, you know, like girl. Like, yeah. And, um, like I'm wearing a pencil skirt. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, get her out of here. Not the vibes. <laughs> Not the vibes. Yeah. So basically, so I'm sitting there at the table and they're, you know, asking me a technical question and it was just the answer basically was ideal gas law, PV equals NRT. Yeah. And and I knew that in my head, but I was so like, oh my God, this is such a simple and dumb answer that I don't want to say that. So I don't even know. They were like, okay, if the vessel, like if the temperature's too hot, like how could you, you know, compensate for that? Easy. Like, my God, I learned that like, I don't know. Yeah. Like high school. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But, um... And I just did not want to say, like, PBN on RT. I don't know, because I feel like I was just like, oh, my God, they're going to think I'm so dumb if this is wrong. Like, PBN like, on RT, duh. Yeah, and I was, like, trying to explain it. And I was like, well, if the temperature is too hot, this is how you can compensate for this, blah, blah, blah. Just, like, going the really long route. And they're like, okay, but how did yeah. you come to that conclusion? And I was like, well, this is just what happens. This is what it is. This is, like, this this is what you have to do. And I just yeah. ref- was refusing to say PBN on RT. And then, like, it was like, I don't even know how many minutes of this. Like, I was just, like, giving all these, like, really technical answers. And I was like, well, the molecules, blah, blah, blah. Like, all this stuff. Like, oh, my my god and he's like okay yeah your thought process is completely correct but like we were looking for like ideal gas law remember like this is like this is what we drive it from and i was like yeah i know i just didn't want to say i think i think that's what i knew i think i think i kind of knew in the beginning like yeah this is not i'm not gonna get this and i literally go yeah i was thinking that but i just thought it was too simple of an answer and he's like oh well we're just trying to emphasize that like simplicity is like it's engineering like it's the fundamentals like we got to think about that like we're in i don't know what he was trying to say with that it's basically yeah. that girl you just should have said that but i totally knew walking out of that i go oh my god i was like i'm just gonna yeah. enjoy the hotel they got me for the this night for the interview <laughs> i'm gonna take You're like, my skirt i'm out. gonna go home yeah so i again i guess i guess another piece of advice going off that is understand and like show up for the role you're interviewing for i guess i don't know i'm not gonna i wouldn't Actually, I retract that. Retracted. 
Um, no. Do what you want to do, and obviously, if you're in the interview, you're obviously going to feel like you're not a good fit for that position, which I clearly did mm-hmm. when I was tiptoeing around in my little heels. <laughs> well, that I just I feel like that like that happened to me my first day of my co-op. I remember it was the same thing, manufacturing setting, and I was so excited first day of my big girl job, and I showed up in black heels, black dress pants, and a flower sweater. What I I still cringe thinking about that outfit. I still like thinking about how I just uh, like m- the awareness of what I was looking like compared to everybody else. Like, and again, like I didn't have that much confidence. Like this is a couple years ago. I think now I would walk in wearing what I like to wear and be like, heck yeah, I got stars on my jeans. You know, like whatever. Yeah. But when I was just you know starting off. I remember being so embarrassed because I was like, everybody's wearing jeans and I'm wearing dress pants and heels. And like, it's just, there's so many options for women that, but again, <laughs> wear whatever you want to wear because, you know, that's what we're all about. But yeah, exactly. You shouldn't, you yeah, like, you shouldn't, cha- yeah, no, that definitely was a wake up call. I was like, okay, well, I'm clearly, you know, interviewing for a very t- different type of position than, <laughs> than I was dressed for, you know? So yeah. I don't know. Again, but I don't want to say, change it going into the interview no you're gonna really right. you're gonna figure out in the middle of the interview yeah this is not let's just chat about our day because this is we're done here <laughs> like yeah. you know we're gonna we're gonna use up the rest of this hour but we're not gonna talk about this position anymore because clearly i don't know clearly we were you know we'd be better somewhere else there's a better yeah. position for you but i remember and I that and i just that- i feel so dumb pvnrt oh my god I just, I just thought it was so simple. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna say like this girl is just like talking about the, you know, basics that well, yeah. she should talk about like all this other stuff that she learned in thermo too, you know. So it was just ridiculous. But also, moral of the story: simplicity is sometimes honestly key. Don't over, don't overcomplicate it. Is basically mm-hmm. yeah what he was trying to say when when he was finding my answer. But yeah, my goodness gracious. But I mean, thanks for the hotel. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, and I think. And I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but, and I'm saying this from experience, now I have a job and everything, so, like, people listening, if they're trying to get a job, are going to be like, let me shut up, you already have a job, like, but seriously, if you are going through the job application process and you're in the interview process, I think sometimes there's this pressure that at least I felt where it was like, oh my god, I have the interview, okay, if I get the job, I need to take the job, and I think somebody actually messaged our Instagram about this, wondering if they should turn a job down or not. I think if you have a gut feeling that it's not right for you or something better is on its way, I don't think, like, turn it down, you know? Like, I think sometimes it's like, oh, we get the job offer, so we just think we have to accept it. And there's so many factors that Mm -hmm. you need to consider before you, like, make that commitment with a company. Definitely. Ah, That's another thing we should totally talk about. Maybe go into that other you know, thing about leaving a job, like maybe we can title it hard situations in work that you have to deal with. Yeah. Because I remember for my first role, I was like interviewing for another company and like the timelines just weren't adding up. Like I got the offer from this company and then I was still having another interview with the other company. And I, it was just like so hard to deal with. Like, do I message the HR lady saying I have an offer? This is when I have the deadline till. Um, so I'd love to talk about that, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, Say no. If you have that gut feeling, there's, all, again, there's always a professional way to do it without burning bridges. And Yeah. And companies, like, I think another thing that, and yeah, this totally goes with 
leaving a company too that I think we all have to remind ourselves of whether we like it or not we're all replaceable and you know I know we're all shiny superstar unicorn ladies who bring so much to the table but at the end of the day if you say no like I think that's something that people are like oh I feel so guilty I don't want to say no like they, they they have somebody else that they can call yeah, like exactly. you're not the only one that they can call and same with like if you want to leave a company people are like ooh like but I've got so much responsibility it's like okay yeah they're gonna find somebody else to take on your responsibilities yeah all right well thank you so much for listening to our q a so we're gonna call this a career focused q a because we literally got through two questions that were asked and i think we had three of our own that just popped up while we were talking Mm -hmm. um so hopefully we'll do another we have more questions so we have so many and i feel like we could even put if we put another q a box up on our instagram i'm sure we would get so many more questions i think we want to do we want to make this like a monthly or try or bi-weekly probably monthly thing where we do like a q a give our advice yeah because i think we have a few interviews coming up but Mm -hmm. i can throw this one in there but, um, yeah, so that was just funny. We literally got through only the... <laughs> we talked I about know. one for, like, 25 minutes. <laughs> but we had, we like, just, little questions. We're chatters. So. We're such yeah, we, chatters. We are. <laughs> but I but. think that um, our experiences, like, the reason that we only get through two questions is because we have, like, all these stories. And I think... I think it's... I think that's good. Because I yeah, think it I provides, think... like, some insight and advice from our Definitely. lives. Yeah. Like, if someone told me... That's, like, I wish someone told me to say PVNRT. <laughs> like, come on. Like, yeah. I really wish I... You know, and I think the stories are a better way to get across um, kind of, like, all this advice that we're talking about. It's just way more fun. And in general, that's why mm-hmm. I like interviewing others so much, just to hear about their experiences, too, because, I don't know. You learn from... Yeah. You learn from each other. So, we and live and learn. We're living and learning. <laughs> we're living and learning. <laughs> Um, if you guys have some cringy interview stories, feel free to share it with us if you feel comfortable when you give us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would love to hear your cringy interview stories, and maybe even we can do a follow-up episode to this. Maybe we'll put a question box even on our Instagram, and we can yeah. read out cringy like, yeah. interview experiences. Because honestly, hearing you and your experiences kind of made me feel better, because I just... like. At random times, like, I could be making coffee and just remember that interview thing, and I'm like, Ugh. Same. <laughs> you can't say this right now if you're listening to this, but I'm like, Ugh. Literally, <laughs> I will think about talking about a freaking rug, cleaning a rug, and making a cardboard or whatever, poster board, for cleaning a rug in college, and I just, like, I will be making coffee, and I'll be like, <laughs> why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, oh my so, gosh. so we can all relate. So that made me feel better. So hopefully yeah. it makes you guys feel better too. And we have tons of embarrassing stories to talk about. So, oh yeah, we're full oh, of yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so thank you guys for listening. And we, uh, I just, I, shameless promo. We got a plug. We really do love when we see um, written uh, reviews on the Apple Podcast. Um, and also those are things that we read off in the beginning of episodes too. So you will get, um, a chance to be featured in our episode. If you do, uh, leave one of those types of reviews. I think it helps us in like the charts or whatever, which just like helps us reach even more fantastic people out there to share our embarrassing stories about vacuuming rugs with. Yes. And I think we're, we keep talking about the giveaway, 
Um, so we finally set like a, a measure of when we will do the giveaway, and that's when we reach 100 reviews um, on Apple Podcasts. So make sure yes. you keep leaving those reviews. Yeah, and um, for those who are new or haven't heard about our giveaway yet, we're going to give away a $100 Visa gift card to one of you lovely people. Um, and all you have to do to be entered is fill out our little um, form that's in the link in our bio, and we'll also put it in the show notes. And yeah, we were just thinking $100 Visa gift card would be good if you're in college. Maybe it can help you out with like purchasing books or a new calculator if you're out of college maybe you can buy some cool ppe swag with it or whatever else you need for your job or maybe you just want to treat yourself and go on a shopping spree and that's what i was gonna say get some pizza that is cool too yeah Yeah. go to dinner get some nice sushi or something go to aritzia oh yes we were talking about that before we before we recorded yeah yeah, I need to go send to us, Aritzia shopping send us, Yeah, send us your Aritzia uh, recommendations. Also, we just found out that there's no Aritzia in Wisconsin, only in the Chicago area, which is crazy. Yeah. So, okay, everyone, yeah, send in your Aritzia recommendations also because... Mm-hmm. Is, Let us know. We're trying to be stylish, yeah. okay? We're trying to and, be stylish and broke. Just kidding. <laughs> and, and broke because apparently Aritzia is bougie-bougie. Bougie, bougie, bougie. I think you said that in a previous episode. What did you say? You're like, bougie, bougie, bougie. Oh, God. Who knows? Probably blacked it out of my memory. I'm like, that was embarrassing. Just never think about that again. Bougie, bougie, bougie. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. We, need to, we need to just cut this out. We sh- you know what? Yeah. Share this with your friends, people, because we are some fun, flirty girls who love to laugh and share our stories. And... Maybe you can learn a thing or two from us. So share it with your friends, maybe your family, maybe your dad, maybe your mom, maybe your Instagram story, <laughs> maybe your professors, maybe. Oh no, probably not those. Not your professors. <laughs> Just share it. We would love that so much, so much. We would love it. Excellent. Okay. Well, I'm Lexi. Wait, we have to say follow us on Instagram. Oh, oh, darn! I was gonna, I was gonna throw it out there where you weren't like. I was thinking maybe if we do like a surprise, like ending we outro, get we'll get it. Yeah. Okay. We well, it. so uh, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok, Engineer Lexi. And you can find me on Instagram and TikTok, uh, Libby B on the label. And then we have the Instagram, we have the, um, the TikTok for the podcast at my best friends and engineer, the YouTube is bfe podcast and then of course the facebook group that'll be in the show notes make sure yes. you come join us on facebook on the I'm excited so excited yeah oh my god why am i getting a work call right now hello <gasps> i'm filming a podcast oh my god are you getting, oh you can answer no i didn't it's, it's probably oh. it's probably people like your student loans are <laughs> up I always get those kinds of calls on my work phone or people being like, oh. um, this is the social security. You don't have to pay your taxes this year. And yeah, like, perfect. I wasn't gonna. Work just, phone. Kidding. just kidding. I know, right? That's I'm funny. Like, oh my God. The other day I even got a nude on the phone. <gasps> Somebody sent a nude. That's really, ooh, that's bad because did you tell Isn't IT? Isn't that creepy? Yeah. I hope you told IT. Yeah, I did. Oh yeah, I did. Okay, good. Good. Or one time like... I even got somebody texting me being like, is this, like, is this my ex-boyfriend? And I was like, no, it's a it's just, it's just a product manager of steam turbines. Yeah, I'm like, no. Oh, my God. Unless your um, ex-boyfriend is a steam turbine. 
I know. I'm like, wrong number. <laughs> Amazing. Jeez. All right. Jesus. Well, Jesus. I'm Lexi. I'm Libby. And thanks for listening. And thanks for listening to my, to my best, best friends, friends and, engineer. and engineer. Why do you stop? You just stop talking. Because I see you stop talking. Oh. <laughs> and then I'm like, maybe I should stop talking too. Okay, wait. Let's just do it and not, let's just not stop. Yeah, okay. Don't look at me. Ready? Okay. I'm Lexi. I'm Libby. And, and thanks, thanks for listening to my to best friends and engineer. sitting out here looking off to the corner of the corner. I know.